Morning, everybody. Welcome to the Sports Section Morning Show, episode 24, man. What a day. What a day yesterday was, man. What a day. Today, September 11th, Monday. We're going to talk a lot of Titans, of course, today. We're going to touch on NFL all the way around. We'll probably touch on some college football also. Taking live callers today throughout the show. 931-603-1476. That's 931-603-1476. Let's get some music going. Section morning show episode 24 September 11th the morning after is always worth man worse man it's like you when you go out you have a rough night out and you wake up next next morning and it all hits you all over again that's how it is with the Titans man that's how it is with the Titans I know it was week one but damn what a tough way to lose we got you know bad quarterback play Tannehill throws three interceptions Offense line looked real shaky to begin the game. They they came into the game. Receivers struggled to get separation. That's a good Saints defense, though. I ain't gonna lie. Got one of the best corners in the league. Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore, Cam Jordan was, you know, shutting down the edges. Tough defense to go against. You know, we kicked five field goals. Shout out to Nick Folk. We got a kicker. We might have a kicker. I'm gonna knock on wood. Extremely good game by Nick Folk, our new kicker. Defense played well for them to be on the field so much. They were on the field a lot of snaps. And, you know, with receivers like Olave and Michael Thomas, who I thought he was finna cook us in the first couple plays that first quarter. I thought him, I thought it was going to be a long day with Michael Thomas, but he's sort of fizzled out. But, you know, when you got guys, when you got guys like, you know, Michael Thomas and Chris Olave, it's hard to keep them guys, it's hard to keep them in check. You know what I mean? They're so talented, they're going to get open. They're going to get loose. That happened to Olave a couple times. They're designing plays for Olave to get open just to where he gets free releases, and it's not conventional. 
There was a couple times, one off the top of my head. I think it happened twice, though. He lines up in the back of the backfield, motions out. That means that he's he's not on the line of scrimmage. He's, he motioned out to, like, the slottish area, and Byard's covering him. Free release. Hits Byard on an angle route, and they have a little pick slash rub at the top of the stem or at the stem of uh, Olave's route, and he's free, and he gets a gain at 30. So it's just little things like that. It's hard to stop. Good, good offenses and good play designs. It's damn near impossible to stop good players and good play designs. You know, that's just that's just something that that's the NFL, man. And as long as Derek Carr can just put it on Olave, he's gonna he's gonna do his thing. So, you know, it's just it's just a tough game. Like I said, defense played played well. The pass rush had three sacks. Arden Key played an extremely good game. Jeff was a little quiet, but he still managed to get a sack. But that's because they were putting so much attention on Jeff. Uh, Landry, you could tell it was his first game, first game back in a while. You know, I'm not counting that preseason bullshit. Obviously, it didn't do nothing for our quarterback. You know, he it takes them a little while to get into the game, but I was I was pleased with Landry. I was pleased with that pass rush. They looked dangerous that first half. They tapered off a little bit in the second half, but you know that could you could attribute that to just the first game. You know what I mean? But offense, offense looked absolutely horrific, and I'm mainly talking about Tannehill. I don't give a damn, you know, if it's if it's week one. If you have a three interception game, that's terrible, man. You can be I can be critical of that. You know, it's just you didn't he didn't give us a chance to win. Not with not with three interceptions. And it could have been five interceptions. And he missed two touchdown passes, one to Chig and one to Tajay Spears wide open. Fucking uh, Uncle Rico might have been able to make them throws wide open to uh Chig and Tajay Spears. It's just it's just rough, man. And it's just, it's just, it's just rough, man. It's, it's indicative of, uh, you know, how a good portion of the fan base feels about this quarterback situation. It's just terrible. We're in a bad spot. We're in a bad spot. On the bright side of it, and looking at it from the other side of the coin, Tannehill can't play much worse than that. You know, now I don't know if he can repeat that bad performance, but if you're thinking Tannehill can't play worse than that, and we still only managed to lose by one to one of the best defenses in the league with one of the best receivers in the league. So, you know, it's just, that's one way to look at it. But, you know, you have every right to be disappointed and critical of Tannehill and his performance. Yeah, it's early, but it's it's still a matter of, you still got to perform on Sunday. And quarterbacks around the league struggled anyway, you know, this week. But, you know, it's just, that's still no excuse. Burrow got smacked by Cincinnati. Uh, You know, it's just, it just happened all around the league. Let me see. So, yeah, for those who didn't know the scores, Titans 15, Saints 16. Tannehill threw for 198 on 16 to 34. Completion percentage completions. Three interceptions. Derrick Henry ran for 15 or ran 15 attempts for 63 yards. Tajay Spears, three attempts for 27 yards. Both of them had a long of 17 and 18 yards, respectively. And then uh, DeAndre Hopkins had 13 13 targets, seven receptions for 65 yards. Westbrook Akeen has seven targets, 58 yards on four receptions. Derrick Henry, 56 yards on two receptions. So, you know, it was just a... I like what I saw from Kelly also as an offensive coordinator. You know, he he showed some some dynamism in his play calling. He, he, spread, he spread the offense out a lot more, like I said he would. You know, I, I anticipated him just going off what his time, what he did in Houston. He's going to spread the formation quite a bit more. It's going to open up some lanes inside for Henry. And Henry had a couple where he could have broke. 
broke inside and against a very, very good Saints front. So, you know, I like I love to see Hopkins getting 13 targets. That's going to look a lot better when he's not facing a, a corner like Marshawn Lattimore. It's going to look a lot better. You know, this week, Marshawn Lattimore was just following him all around the field and covered him like a blanket. You know, that's just that's just what it is. Marshawn Lattimore is just one of the best corners in the league. You're going to have weeks like that. But you've got to have you got to have guys like Chig. You know, Chig's supposed to be our tight end one. You know, we're supposed to be, you know, hyping him up to the media and shit and national media. Chig's got to get open. Chig's got to do better. You know, Westbrook Aquina should not be our second most targeted player outside of, uh, you know, Henry. You know, it's and Hopkins. It should not be Westbrook Aquina. Chig has to step up. Burks has to step up. And that's not just, you know, catching the ball. Burks had a huge drop. But it's a matter of get open also. Like, get open. You know, Chig, Chig ran 30 routes yesterday and was only targeted on two of them. So it's going to take me to look back at the film, of course. I'll look back at the All-22 and see, you know, how open he was and really analyze this Titans, this Titans and Tannehill performance. But got to do a better job, man. Just have to do a better job. And, you know, it's Westbrook Aquina cannot have seven targets and us expect to win a game. He can't. He absolutely can't. And I champion Westbrook Aquino like more than more than most, but he can't have seven targets. He cannot. Unless we toss that motherfucker 50 times a game. And if we're doing that, then that's a problem too. That means we're down by 30. You know what I mean? So, you know, Titans had 181 pass yards, the stats according to CBS. 181 pass yards to the Saints, 282, 104 rushing yards to the Saints, 69, 285 total yards to the Saints, 351. Titans defensive front, extremely good against a plethora of Saints running backs. They threw, they threw two or three running backs back there. Wasn't nobody getting any daylight. Jamal Williams, one of the best power, power backs in the league, only held him to, you know, I think like 45 yards or something like that. Not much. Extremely good. That Titans defense is going to be one of the best, best and hardest fronts to run on in the league. You know, it's just a matter of that back end getting married to the, to the pass rush and us finding a way to stop the pass. You know, we gave up 301 yards to Derek Carr. So that's a that's a concern. But the concern is not all levied on the Titans defense. It's it goes both ways. They're on the field all game. So you've got to you've got to take that into account that, you know, when when these guys are on the field all game long, that performance is going to taper off just like just like we say as as we do and we try to do with the Titans uh, offense and Derrick Henry to wear the defense down. Same thing can happen to us. And it looked like it happened to us yesterday. You know, so, you know, that's just something that that we've got to get better at offensively sustaining drives. We were 10 for 12 on third down yesterday. Unacceptable. 10 for 12 on third down. 0 for 2 in the red zone, I want to say. I know we didn't convert in the red zone. I think we got there two times. Kicked two field goals. Unacceptable. You know, first play of the game, we get a a, a great play by Hooker. Great play by Hooker. Get a damn tomahawk strip on the kickoff, and we gain one yard. We get backed up by a penalty. Penalties were an issue too. Get backed up by a penalty, and we only get it back to third and nine. Have to kick a field goal. Unacceptable. You got to capitalize on that. That's the that's the gut punch you can give the Saints and quiet that quiet that crowd down, marching down the field from the thirty and getting a damn touchdown, and and then giving getting a big stop on the next drive. That's how you that's how you win football games, and you 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 really like take the energy out of the crowd. We weren't able to ever do that. There were points in the game where we dominated. You know, where we were moving the ball effectively and we would get a stop. 
But then we the, the drive would just stall out. We would get to a third down. We would either have a, a pre-snap penalty or something, get to a third down, and soil it. You know, it's just or throw an interception. You know, it's just there was no we there was no way we were able we weren't able to sustain any momentum throughout the game because of turnovers or penalties. You know, penalties. We had a couple pre-snap penalties, but it was just you know it was loud environment. But that loud environment is neutralized when you go down on that first drive after a huge play by Hooker and score a touchdown. That's how you neutralize that loud environment, and everything else falls into place. It's like dominoes. Everything else falls into place after that. You know, that's that's the things that that great teams do on the road and to win football games. That's just what you have to do. You got to take advantage of momentum swings and sustain momentum. You have to. Y'all let me know in the comments what y'all think about the Titans performance. What y'all think about Tannehill's performance. We got fan sites out. Also, B Will Dub Easy and myself's fan sites after the game are up on YouTube at TFTV Sports, so make sure you check those out. Y'all let us know in the comments what y'all think about Ryan Tannehill's performance and the Titans' performance overall, defense performance. Y'all let us know. Let me see. Christian Fulton. We'll talk Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton gets hurt in the first quarter. He comes back in the game with a hamstring injury. We talk, we hear and talk all offseason about, you know, Christian Fulton and other players taking their health really serious over the offseason, you know, building up the calluses over the offseason with, you know, heavy, heavy condition. We heard that all offseason. Got tweaks his hamstring in the first quarter. Like, come on, man. You can't make this shit up. You know, but. The bright side is that's the only person that, that got hurt. And, you know, in the Titans, it comes in bunches. But Fulton being the only one that got hurt, him coming back into the game, even though he got cooked uh, by Rasheed Rice, I think that was his name. He had a great game besides that fumble, by the way, for the Saints. But, you know, it's hopefully he's okay and he's able to play against the Chargers coming up because we're going to need him with that three-headed monster got out there. Mike Williams was hurt in the game. I don't know if he'll play against us, but they still got Johnston and Keenan Allen. And, you know, Jay Herbo's throwing the ball, you know, so, so we, you know, we have to, we got to keep everybody healthy, you know, Fulton, I hope he's healthy for, for uh, next week's game in Nashville, we got to have him, but it just goes back to the point of injuries, 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 you work all off season, and, you know, you, Vrabel talks about building the calluses throughout the off season, conditioning hard, and you just pull your hamstring or tweak your hamstring. I can't even say it's pull. You tweak your hamstring in the first quarter. Didn't even get out the first quarter of the first game. It's just frustrating, man. Now for not only for, I know it's frustrating for them, but it's frustrating for us fans too. It's just, it's the same shit, man. It's the same shit. But, you know, we got a, <coughs> excuse me. We have a tough six game stretch coming up, you know, after this first game. I predicted in the, in our uh, NFL season prediction way, way, way back ago, me and Trill did one. We might have two or three wins out of this six-game stretch, and I'll be ecstatic with them two or three wins. That's how tough this six-game stretch is. The next, the next, after the six, the next, uh, what is it, nine? No, the next 11, not as bad. But this first six-game stretch, I'm going I'm to read it out for those that don't know. I had this New Orleans game as one of those wins, unfortunately. As one of those two or three wins, I had this New Orleans game. So that, that puts us behind the A ball a little bit, and that's why I'm, I'm really worried. I ain't going to lie. Very worried. So we got the Saints. We got the Chargers next week. We got a tough Browns team that just beat the shit out of uh, Joe Burrow and them. Then we face Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Then we face the Colts. So one, two, three, four, five, six. 
And then we face the Ravens in London. So one, two, three. Yeah. Excuse me. Saints, Chargers, Browns, Bengals, Colts, Ravens. Six tough games. That Colts game's in Indy. That game's always tough. Indy looked good. AR, AR-15 looked good. So, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I need two, two, out of, two or three out of them six. Have to have it. Have to. And, you know, the Saints was one of them. But, you know, the Titans are good. You, you know, we, we know them for stealing the game that we ain't supposed to steal. I got us beating the Bengals at home. But I just, we got to beat the Bengals. We got to beat the Colts. And we got to, I, I like our chances against Baltimore and London also. So it ain't doom and gloom, but Tano's got to get his stuff together, man. He has to get his stuff together. Absolutely has to get his stuff together. Let me see. What else we got? Anything else on the Titans? I think that'll be it. Let me see. Around the league. So yeah, Bengals get Bengals lose to Cleveland three to twenty-four. So dominant defensive performance by Cleveland. My boy, I had T. Higgins on fantasy. Eight targets, no receptions. It was rough, man. Absolutely rough. Ravens beat up on the Texans 25 to 9. The Buccaneers beat the Vikings, and that's a I know that killed a lot of parlays. And my boy R. Smith went down there and took care of business against Carolina. Jaguars beat the Colts 31 to 21. That was a close game throughout. And uh Richardson had played well up until uh up until the end. I didn't see the end of it, but you know, through the third quarter, he was playing very well. 49ers beat the shit out of the Steelers. They put a hey, they they destroyed the Steelers, man. At, at the halftime, Steelers ain't have nothing but damn uh <laughs> negative one yards of offense. Just crazy. Raiders beat the Broncos. Uh Eagles beat the Patriots. That game's a little closer than I thought. The Rams beat the Seahawks in a shock. I'm surprised about that. And the Dolphins beat the Chargers in a shootout. That was always gonna be a shootout. Also. And Dallas beat the brakes off of, off of New York. 40-0, to zero, shut them out. I had the Dallas defense on the bench because I picked up Atlanta because they were going against Bryce Young. My jokers had 34 points, man, on my bench. And Atlanta got me, got me 14. So, tough sledding. Tonight, we have the Bills versus the Jets. Should be a great game. Against uh, Buffalo and New York. Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen, man. Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen should be a good game. I think... Man, I think Buffalo is going to go in there and beat them, to be honest. I know that New York's going to be jumping because of Aaron Rodgers and all them, but I think Buffalo is going to beat them. I can't even give you a score prediction. Maybe probably 27-24 Buffalo. 27-24 Buffalo what I got. But, you know, that's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be interesting to see what Aaron Rodgers does with that new offense. You know, you can't expect them to come out and click off the bat. You know, that that's not something you can expect. But, you know, as the game goes on, Aaron Rodgers did play in the preseason a little bit too, so he's not going to be, you wouldn't think he'd be as rusty as some of the other quarterbacks. But, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how he does, especially against that tough Buffalo defense. That Buffalo defense ain't no slouch, man. Ain't no slouch. And they're going to be, Von Miller, they're not going to have Von Miller. He's on IR, but it's still a very tough, tough defense. They got a good secondary, Micah Hyde, Poyer. And, you know, but Aaron Rodgers has weapons. He got Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall. Uh, Garrett Wilson and his boy Randall Cobb. So they're they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough a tough team, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game, very good game. Actually, twenty seven twenty four might be too many points with how good both them defenses are. Jets got a hell of a defense, and uh, Buffalo has a hell of a defense. So I might be shooting too high with twenty seven twenty four. 
But hey, you know, it is what it is. I think they'll, I think Buffalo will pull it out. I think they'll pull it out. Anything else? Anything else? I think that's it. So yeah, X and One Show will be out tomorrow at 7 a.m. Tuesday, 7 a.m. X and One Show episode 8, I think. Yeah, episode 8 will be out tomorrow at 7 a.m. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. Make sure you go back and watch TFTV's Watch Along. Uh, we did a live watch along of the game yesterday. It was a it was a roller coaster of emotions, man. Roller coaster of emotions. And make sure y'all go see the fan sites that we recorded, the fan interviews that we recorded immediately after the game yesterday. That's all on YouTube at TFTV Sports. Make sure you like, like and comment, subscribe on those. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe on this. And we appreciate all the support, man. Appreciate y'all.